we're just going to spend a few moments here in the Word. This is, as I'm looking at it, a very wonderful prosperity principle. And yet I think many would overlook it. Unfortunately so. But you and I, we can lay hold on it right here, right now. And as we do, oh my, look out. Look out. And I actually have it here. Let's start in Luke 14, verse 12. Luke 14, 12, and I believe we brought it up there for you to see it as well through verse 15. And it, this is, uh, excuse me. Then he also said to him who invited him, when you give a dinner or a supper, now this is Jesus speaking, this should be in red, do not ask your friends, your brothers, your relatives, nor rich neighbors, lest they also invite you back and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you shall be repaid at the resurrection of the just." Hallelujah. Now there's a point I want to encompass it. We've actually seen this wonderful display um, in, in churches that we've been connected with Faith Life Church Branson. Every year, for many years now, there's been a, um, a celebration service, celebration of that church opening that's been every year uh, along that kind of, uh, of timeline and date when it was open. And it is people come in and give of what God put on their heart, not junk things that they would throw away, but good things, good clothing, good shoes, good household. I mean, there's been times there's appliances there. Um, the, there's been times, you know, someone will go in, they have big ticket tents. You know, if you get a golden ticket, you'll go into the bigger tent with bigger items. And there's times where there's a, a dollar, you know, a peel off roll, right? 20s rolled up in on each other, right? Well, that blesses people. Come on in and you get an extra $500. Don't even know who it came from. What do you got to do when you get an extra 500 You don't know where it came from. Who do you get to thank? Hands go up, right? Thank you, God. Right? If you can't put a name on it, thank you, God. You blessed me. You dealt with someone to bring it and it came to me. Hallelujah. So, thank you, Father. They can't pay you back. Who can? God can. God can. Some of the greatest payback we're going to get, I am growing more and more certain it's not going to be here. It's going to be there. It's going to be in time to come. I'm excited about it. And you can be too, right? Because we're good givers of a good God. And um, it says here in the fort, let me come back to where I was, the 15th verse. Now, when one of those who sat at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. So he's talking about blessed. That's good to know. He's talking about a blessed one. He said, Blessed is he that eats bread in the kingdom of God. And what does Jesus respond? Jesus said to him, A certain man gave a great supper and invited many. So now he says certain man, which means this is not just some story. This was actually a person, a certain man. A certain man made a great supper and he invited many people. And he sent his servant at supper time to say to those who were invited, Hey, 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 come on, come on. All things are ready. Let's go eat. It's time to, ha it's time to party. Let's do this thing. 
right? He said, come for all things are now ready. 18th verse. But they all with one accord began to what? Make excuses. The first said to him, well, I have bought a piece of ground and I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to test them out, right? I got that new car. I got to take it on the highway. I got to make sure, you know, it's shifting real good, and right? Yeah, I got to go prove those oxen. I ask you have me excused. 20th verse. Still another said, I've married a wife. She ain't ready for me to leave the house yet. <laughs> he said, I've married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house being angry. Now, why is Jesus telling us this? Is it right that the master is angry? You know, God, will he ever get angry? Yes. Righteous indignation. Yes. Why? Because he has this great fixed table with everything that you and I could ever desire. And then he shows us the way to get it. And we go, mm, now I got something better to do. No, now's not a good time. Maybe next week. No. And excuses. Excuses to cut off from the way. There will always be a reason why we can't do it now. I need to say that again. There will always be a reason why we can't do that thing. What thing am I talking about? The thing God's telling us to do right now. There will always be a reason. We have an enemy. He will be sure to bring a reason why we can't do that now. I've seen it time and again. Thank you, Father. And so this one, master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in here the poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. And the servant said, Master, it's done as you commanded. And still, there's more room. What do you want me to do now, right? What's he going to do? 23rd verse. Then the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Now, it was not the perfect plan of God that the highways and the hedges be the first place that invitations went out. That was the, the after, afterthought. It was right by God that these others that had excuses were at the supper. So whose fault is it that they weren't there at the supper? Theirs. There are many that are wondering why they're lacking. Many wondering why they're unsuccessful. And God's been trying to get them to do that thing. And they said no. And that thing. And oh, but we got this. And um, the, time and time again, the way to get the answer 
does not always look apparent to us. And it's going to take looking on the inside to judge it rightly and to see it right. Um, yes, sir. I won't say that then. Okay. And it's so important because this was God's plan for them to be provided for and they missed it because they needed to train their oxen and they needed to spend time with their new wife. They had these better things to do so they missed out on what God had planned for them. And it's not just for them that these things are written. It's for you and I. These things are written for our benefit. To learn, to grow, to make sure we don't miss it like they did. So let's continue. And Jesus said that he went out into those highways and hedges and he compelled them to come in that his house may be filled. For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. They were invited, but they didn't taste. They had a place, but they waste. Waste their time, waste their place. Because they did, they could not taste. And the same is true for me and for you if we allow the excuse to hinder us from getting what's His. He has plan and purpose that we lack no good. And it's at his table. I know it is now understood. So, hallelujah. If this has been the case, I encourage you, my friends, we can make it right right now. I'm thinking now, how are we on time? Do we have some time? You have a moment? And um, I'm thinking now, my father in the faith, Brother Keith Moore, so thankful for their ministry and for what God has give, gotten to us through them. And he mentioned that he was at the point in time seeking God about them and their finances. And he's seeking him, Father, you know, he's trying to get God to talk to him about finances, their finances. He said they were in a rough way at the time. And he said that over the course of those days, and it became years, couple years, I believe, that the thought would come to him about going out and ministering over the weekends. And at the time, he's instructing uh, during the week, Monday through Friday. Well, you know, that's a busy week. And then you have church services on top of that. You're already pretty spent, or can be, I should say. And so the thoughts coming to him about this, about going out on the weekends, and he said it was like something would come up and he'd just set it aside. Because he didn't want to do that. And he's thinking... What? That's me. That's just my thought. That's got to just be me. And I really don't want to do that. And it's easy for you and I to subside something if we think it's just us. But when we realize it's God, it makes it harder to just shift it aside. And he realized, he said, after a good couple years, I believe it was, that that thought came back to him. He said it was getting rough and he just laid out across his bed and said, Father, I know this isn't you. I know it's not right that we'd be lacking like this and not well, not well in this area. And he said that, you know, the thought came back to him about going on the road, going on the weekends to go minister in churches, go out and, and do that. He said, God, I, I'm sorry. That's you. That's been you that whole time. And it's very interesting. He said, okay, I'll do that. I will. I'll go. 
He said it wasn't, but just sometime shortly after that God started talking to him about his finances. He said almost every day that God would talk to him more and more, day after day after day, about his finances. He didn't realize the connection between the two. And that's how it is. You and I, if we're going to live and operate by faith, then he's going to expect us to say yes to something when we don't see how that's connected to the answer we've been seeking day after day. And it's going to take trust, going beyond our mind, going with our heart and going, Lord, I love you. I'll do it. Where it opens up for the thing we've been desiring for, possibly even for years. And it means we can have absolutely what? No excuse. No excuse. Not, I'm sure the thought came to him, it's going to cost us more to go out. We got to get a hotel room. We got to eat out. We got to do all. No excuse. If we're going to do it the way he needs it to be done, the excuse is going to get in the way. We can't have that. Not if we're going to be well and successful and do it the way he has desired. No, we can have absolutely no excuse. Oh, well, I pray this blesses you, my friends. I know that can be a sobering word, but if received, it can cause a miracle inside of you and I. It can shift the whole direction of our lives. We love you, friends. We bless you. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Hallelujah.